1: everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. January is over. February is here. Uh, It's time to get after it, really. January uh, really sucks, and February rules, and uh, we're just one day closer to things that make us all very happy. I am, uh, I'm Woodsy.
2: That is Paul Reindl. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Pauly. Do you feel like February being the shortest month of the year is your reward for getting through January. I do.
1: I kind of. There's there's <laughs> an aspect of that um, for me personally. February is my favorite month. I'll tell you why in a moment. I want to uh, introduce to you as well your friendly neighborhood bespectacled sports anchor Benjamin Higgins.
3: Good morning. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. I got through last night. My first night with a CPAP machine. Well, you did. I did. Yes. Uh, slept, How did it go? Slept pretty well. I mean, it didn't re- I wasn't sure. I mean, I think it worked. I don't. I don't remember like waking up like in the middle of the night struggling to breathe. I so. wonder
1: if it will be um, more, more better, <laughs> more better for you on the weekends. That's what I'm wondering as
3: well. Like when I really can 14 hours sleep, sleep for a long time, whether it's going to be you know, wow, I, I was out. That, that was really a great sleep. I felt like it was a good sleep last night. That's good. I woke up once in the middle of the night because the dog needed to be let out, but that that's wasn't great. because I. That wasn't because I just like startled myself awake. Do you have the the
1: CPAP machine that has the water reservoir? Yes, there's a water reservoir. Is there one that I it's can get like without the it? Internet.
3: It's, yeah. It's, Is
1: there one I can get without the water reservoir? That's like a big water pick. Because there, you ever have a humidifier? We've all used humidifiers. There's no way to have a humidifier and not have like water all spilling water all over everywhere. the place everywhere. I've got two for my kids and my wife. When she says, "Hey, babe, will you fill up the kids' humidifiers before they go to bed?" The anxiety washes over me because I'm like, I can't tilt
2: this back over and <laughs> water spill every time. We recently got a new one God. and the the tank is huge, which right. is great. You only have to fill it up like one time yeah. a, a day or a night or whatever. Problem is, it's too big. You can't put it under the sink. <laughs> yeah, you can't fit so it under have the, the bathroom to sink. Use, we got like these cup. big <laughs> cups, mugs, whatever. We have like a bu- we have a couple of the uh, like Padre souvenir cups yep. that we brought home. Take six of those. It takes multiple, and you just can't get the pour right where. It, it'll start to go, and then it starts running down the side of the cup, all over the place. Sucks, dude, I want. I have to clear off the entire like table area that the humidifier is on, and just put like, the towel down. Like I could
1: buy a car from my phone today. I could buy a car on my phone and have it here before we were off the air. That is a true statement. I could have it delivered if I wanted a Maserati delivered here by 10 a.m. I could do it. You can't tell me there's not a CPAP machine that I don't need to fill with water or uh, a humidifier that doesn't spill water all over the place every single time that I use it. Someone
3: out there is thinking to themselves, these guys need to invest in a pitcher.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) We could use one more starting pitcher. I agree. One more starting pitcher. One more. I think I'd feel a lot better about where the uh, state of the San Diego Padres is. February For me is a massively, massively, massively special month. It's just, it's filled with uh, milestones in my life. Today being one of them. Happy anniversary Uh, Thank you very much, man. And, And people probably wonder why, you know, why is it so important, you know, to celebrate for you 13 years on the air today or 12 years last year, 11 the year before. And I was thinking about it last night as I was lying in bed and... I didn't belong. I don't belong here. That's the weird part for me. Is like, I didn't train to do this. I would. It was never in my field of vision.
2: You didn't go to school. No, for this. I never
1: yeah. knew that I could do it. And and I don't belong here. <laughs> and many of you feel the same way. Um, but I I have no business being here, and I have no business being in this town and on this microphone or these microphones for the last thirteen years. I really don't. I was a recruiter. I wore a suit and tie. I was helping to build a SEO company. I was happy-ish. My life, though, at the time, was out of control. It was out of control. I got the opportunity to do this, and I've hung on to it like grim death for 13 years. And I'm proud of that. I'm very, very proud of it. And it no, this is not hyperbole. This isn't being dramatic. It probably saved my life. The way that my life was going pre-radio career, it probably saved my life. As I have lost several, several friends um, along the way. Guys that I used to be, guys that I hung out with all the time. And you can read between the lines there. I It saved my life. It really did. And it's so special to me. It's so important to me. Um, it's why I've hung on to it. It's why I've swam upstream hard for many many years when when an opportunity would go away it's why I fought tooth and nail to get back because that's how much it means to me it has saved my life it really has and uh to be able to do it here is a joke i mean it's a joke i i, I was laying in bed thinking about the people i've gotten to meet and interview the the experiences i've gotten to have it's a joke and i keep waiting to wake up you know uh back in in grapevine texas and be like man that was a fun dream it, ha- it happens to me all the time so uh I'm very appreciative and very happy so then that's today and then on the fourth of February is the day I met my wife and uh, she walked into the studio at FM 94 nine love at first sight here we are we've got uh two babies that are everything to me and then Monday is Bo's birthday my firstborn son's birthday so this first week of February man I'm a wreck I am I'm gonna be crying at like, maxi pad commercials like there's no question i'm just an emotional emotional wreck this week i'm so grateful i'm so thankful and appreciative i can't believe it it's truly it's incredible so um it's just been this week in particular february it's why i look forward to it so much every year because of all these beautiful milestones in my life and i just i just can't i can't wrap my head around it sometimes
3: that's so nice What, what a difference a day makes yesterday you were facing anonymous comments yeah about uh, how people actually just hate you yes on the radio and today you are appreciating 13 wonderful years and everything that that this life has brought to you here in San Diego
1: well and listen the the mean anonymous comments it, it did I was thinking about it uh as well and it didn't bug me uh that much because I, th- I feel like the ones that are mean they still listen I, I feel like they really do I feel like they still listen and and you know sometimes you hear what you want to hear I'm guilty of that as as, as well. I'm no different, um, but as long as you're listening, man, I don't I don't care what you really think about me. Uh, I know who I am. You guys know who I am. Um, getting to work with you two every day is a dream. It's a dream. It's my happiest time um, every day. Uh, when we're off the air. And then I wait to get my kids, and I'm very happy when I get to see my kids and my family every night. That that little lull in between, sometimes it's really peaceful. Sometimes it's riddled with anxiety because I can't wait to get back. Can't wait to watch a game and then come and talk about it with my friends the next day. Uh, can't wait to plan things like spring training, you know, golf outings, things that we do together as a show. So, man, I, I want... You know, somebody asked me, How much longer do you want to do this? And I put in my Instagram post this morning. I said, Here's to another 13. And then I said, Well, actually, just seven would be good. If I could get a 20 year run, I feel like I would be pretty good. I'd be 54 in seven years. Is that right? I'm 47 plus seven, 54. 54 years old, 20 years in the biz, bro. That's pretty good. So that's, that's like what I'm shooting for. Anything beyond that is gravy. If I get seven more years, a couple more contracts, Benny, I think I think we're you know three World Series in that
3: time. That's not too much to ask for. That would be nice.
1: That'd be yeah, that would be great. That would nah, be fantastic. Now we're talking.
3: <laughs> but I'm planning on working well into my 70s, so I don't know. You should, why? Need, why? You don't partner. have to. Yeah, I probably do. You don't have to. I do. I probably do. What else well, am I going to do? We would be remiss uh,
1: without mentioning a huge, huge story that broke this morning uh, before we took the, uh, the airwaves. The the goat, or one of the goats, certainly the, ha- goat. the goat has retired uh from touring and that's Ozzy Osbourne. He uh he put out a statement. <laughs> that um, not,
3: that he put not, out, that's not the the going he going
1: put here. out he put out a statement <laughs> seven hours ago. <laughs> Paulie, pull up a little Ozzy if you would. I see you already over there uh scrambling. Ozzy Osbourne. The goat, yeah says, uh, this is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my fans. As you know, four years ago this month, I had a major accident where I damaged my spine. My one and only purpose during this time is to get back on stage. My singing voice is fine, but after three operations, my body is physically weak. I'm honestly humbled by the way you've patiently held on to your tickets, etc., etc. I can't deal with the travel required. Believe me when I say the thought of disappointing my fans really Fs me up more than you will ever know. Never would I have imagined my touring days would have ended this way. I want to thank my family, my band, my crew, my longtime friends, Judas Priest, and, of course, my fans for their endless dedication, loyalty, and support and for giving me the life I never had dreamed I would have. Same. Ozzy, same. I love you all. Also, same. Ozzy Osbourne, retiring from touring.
3: Is that not what you were thinking of? And in other retirement news, Tom Brady announced his retirement. Oh, but he's done that before. About an hour ago as well. Yeah, he's done it before on this day. I think this is the, this is the, day? the second straight <laughs> year on February 1st that uh, it's been Tom Brady Retirement Day, and he did announce that on a, a video that he posted about an hour ago, officially, again, this time for real, announcing his retirement from football. That bastard stole my thunder, he did. didn't he? And Ozzy's, too. And Ozzy's. Everybody's thunder. Who's, February 1st is now Tom's day. Who's the, no longer your
1: day. Who's the bigger goat? Ozzy Osbourne or Tom Brady? I don't even think it's a question.
3: It's Ozzy Osbourne. In their respective industries. Ozzy. Tom. Ozzy. Really? I mean, what what are you considering Ozzy's industry? All Uh, of music? Rock and roll. I don't think Ozzy is the goat of rock and roll. He founded Black Sabbath. He's up there, certainly, (laughs) among the greats uh, that have all Hall of Famers, certainly. Tom Brady... Is by most metrics the number one quarterback in the history of the NFL. He's the go. How many goats. games did he play? Even a among few hundred? hundred. Even among Hall uh, of Famers, Ozzy will knock out a few hundred shows in a year. But aren't there other musicians year? who do a lot and have been great for the industry and rock and roll who do tons of shows? How long
1: did Tom Brady play? Twenty three years. Oh,
3: Ozzy goes. I'm not, 23 saying, years. I'm not saying you can't like Ozzy more than Tom. I, I like Ozzy more than Tom. I'm just saying if you compare Ozzy to other great musicians, is he, that, is he heads and shoulders above every other musician? He's probably...
1: Like Tom of, Brady really I mean, is above he can, he, I think
2: it can be debated whether or not Ozzy is the goat of rock and roll. Sure. Yes. There's really no debate that exactly. Tom Brady is the goat of NFL I don't players. even
3: like Tom Brady, <laughs> and I have to acknowledge... I can't. I can't put his compare. I can't put his record up against Eddie, any other quarterback, and really make an argument for anyone else. I can't make an argument for Montana. I can't make an argument for Manning. I can't make an argument for Unitas. It has to be Brady. Even, as much as you find that distasteful, there's not really even a discussion. I don't know that you can do that with Ozzy and rock and roll. I'm sure you could come up with ten I, other I no, no. rock stars, I mean, that Ozzie... You could make an argument for is the is the goat. Mick Jagger couldn't be the goat. It could be. See you are there. You just ended the argument. There's, uh, there is a could be someone else in rock and roll. There's no other could be's in quarterbacking mm. in the NFL. It mm-hmm. has
1: to be Tom Brady. I feel like Aussie's retirement's going to hit me a lot more than Tom Brady. And that's fine for too. For sure. I, for sure.
3: I could care less. Well, I hate. I hate doing a story a second time. We yeah. did, we did this all last year. Are, are we going to go through another now week of retrospectives of Tom's career? It's just replay everything from last year and tack on. A 9-8 season with a first-round playoff exit. It doesn't change a dang thing yeah, and we didn't, from last year. We didn't get
1: heavy into the weeds on it last year either, you know, um, at all. I mean, it's Tom Brady. He retired. He's great. Greatest of all time. See you later. Open Not the, denying that. Yeah, open the, the, the door for somebody else to come in. And uh, I still don't think he'll stay retired. I don't. I think uh, the Niners will throw a, a buttload of money at him or something, and he'll... He'll come back and play but yeah we'll see what happens so now we're on Tom Brady re-retirement re-watch
3: comeback watch didn't he say in his speech i think i think this time he was more definitive more definitive than last time okay but that doesn't mean anything he's already proven to be untrustworthy when it comes to retirement announcements all right well listen i'm very sad about ozzy and um
1: i'm not so sad about tom brady uh, but it is what it is. Man, we've got a uh, we've got a really, really interesting and fun show for you guys today. A really, really interesting and fun show. And I did not uh, plan on today turning into This Is Your Life. I swear to God, I didn't plan this. I'm not an egomaniac in that sense. In fact, based on some of the things Paulie has told me uh, that he's found, uh, I'd rather prefer to do this show uh,
3: outside. I'd rather I, I prefer to walk one. off. I am yes. looking forward you should to be learning more about Woods You should today. be very, very giddy. Uh, I'm very today. excited about this. Tell everybody what we have planned. So
1: it's it's wild that the way that this all came to pass, but I've been talking to a, a dear friend of mine, Lauren O'Brien, L.O.B. Many of you know her as, many of you don't know her. Many of you will meet her for the first time today. We were on the air together 13 years ago today. She was a part of the the first show that I was on, The Mikey Show. And uh, Mikey had found her on YouTube, a stand-up comedian. Was
2: that also her radio debut? Radio debut. Okay.
1: Yeah, she, she and I had no idea what we were doing. Jay was there. He was the producer. Sienna had been on radio before. And, of course, Mikey was a radio legend here. And he plucked me in LOB, um, you know, plucked me from Dallas, plucked LOB from YouTube. And we did a couple of weeks of meetings and things like that. And then we started on the air. And um, when I tell you guys this, she is wildly talented wildly wildly beyond the realm of imagination talented she does voices she does impressions she's hysterical um we had been chatting for a while she's she and her family she's now the mother of two boys they're they're wanting to move back to san diego from the la area and uh i said if you ever come back you got to jump on with us you just come in and hang like the off season is pretty low key you know baseball season's a different story um we'll probably steamroll you then i said but off season come in and hang out and let's just tell stories and have fun and and do radio together again she's like i would love it so much just so happened that today was the perfect day so uh she's going to come in and hang out with us i think she's going to try to get here about seven thirty-five and spend the rest of the show with us you guys will love her you will love
0: her
3: i am really looking forward to i think meeting her i know i've been in radio long enough wouldn't it stun me if she comes in and goes, Ben, we've met like half a dozen times. But yeah, that's true. I don't remember ever meeting her. I think so, she uh, also thought you were Carl DeMaio. Oh, okay. I think potentially. Well, yeah. So. It could but, be. yeah and then I could definitely sto- see that. Stories of Old Woods and how things went in your early days of radio. I am absolutely here for that It's going to be mortifying uh, for me, but that's fine. I've I've given it to you guys enough. It's also a National Girls and Women in Sports Day. We're going to have one of our favorites, Andrea Kramer, join us at 835. Speaking of goats. Many, many Super Bowls, and uh, we'll be covering another one for uh, Amazon Prime, and she's going to join us at 835 this morning. So that sets the stage for what should be a great show. Uh, We've been giving away Coldplay tickets all week, second half of the show. Let's do it for some of the early Tier 1s. Give you a chance to win concert tickets coming to Snapdragon Stadium later this year. Uh, we'll do that in our next segment along with the Daily Diddy. The theme, Super Bowl halftime performers. And on his anniversary, of course, a Woods selection coming up momentarily. It's all ahead as we get started on a Wednesday. Tom Brady Retirement Day, Woods anniversary on the radio day. January is over. February is here on Ben and Woods. Let's get our first check of traffic right now with Kelly on 97.3 The Fans. Yeah, 2010, 2010 Super Bowl 44, Saints Colts at Sun Life Stadium in Florida was the
1: last. I think I read it was the last classic rock act that they've uh, run out there.
2: I to say that was part of the The shift. Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake fallout yes. was. They said, "All right." No more of that. Time to roll these old dudes Tom out. Tom Petty. Paul McCartney. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> a rough
0: stretch. No there.
3: wardrobe malfunctions with the old
0: guy.
1: Can some can we get a nip slip this year so that maybe we could get some rock and roll <laughs> guitar? I'm I'm excited for Rihanna. I know she's gonna do a great job, but let's switch it up again. I would love to see like a Pearl Jam play, right? At halftime. I think that'd be badass. Yeah,
2: I guess that is classic rock now, oh, right? Hundred percent it is. 30 years old. I would go, I'd be fine with rock, or even, yeah, classic rock. I don't know that we need, like, 80-year-old Bruce Springsteen No, we don't need the
1: Stones or Springsteen (laughs) or anything again.
2: Give me Foo Fighters. Yeah, give give me Pearl Jam. Give me some
1: rock and roll. Give me Walk the Moon. (laughs) Couldn't even say it with a straight face. You're not on 94.9 anymore. I couldn't say it with a straight face. Shut up and dance, everybody.
0: Let's get together.
1: Ah, what a band. What a rock and roll band they are.
3: Speaking of uh, bands that have played the Super Bowl, uh, Coldplay was a Super Bowl halftime show performer as well. Super Bowl 50, that was, uh, what, seven years ago, 2016, at Levi's Stadium. Uh, They are coming to Snapdragon Stadium in September, and we've got a pair of tickets to give away. We've been doing it later in the show, so we wanted to give... Uh, the early risers, the Tier 1s who are up right now, a chance to win. So uh, let's do it quick. Let's do the third caller at 833-288-0973. You'll win a pair of tickets to Coldplay at Snapdragon Stadium on September 28th. The first show sold out. Get tickets to show number two at Ticketmaster. Com. Again, 833-288-0973. Uh, we will come back. We'll talk about uh, the Aztecs at Nevada last oh, night. Oh, man. It was a, kind of an ugly affair, as Nevada likes to make it an ugly affair with lots of free throws and just kind of chippiness throughout. But it didn't go so well for San Diego State. That was a bit of a, that was a, bit of a backyard brawl last night. It was a missed opportunity. We'll, we'll talk about that. And... Uh, Padres. The off-season grades are in via the athletic. How did the Padres fare with their pickup of Xander Bogart, some of the other moves they made? We'll talk about that coming up as well as we get going here on a Wednesday. It's Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with us. Tom Brady, Retirement Day, Woods Anniversary on the radio day and more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Who won the Coldplay tickets, Pauly? Tommy. Tommy, congratulations. We'll have a, a couple more pairs to give away as we wrap up this week. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. So what were you telling me that you uh, you did last night with The Fam?
1: Yeah, I highly recommend uh, for all of you guys out there, um, had the both kids, you know, freshly scrubbed in their PJs, and Hannah came in, and we all got in bed together. And I cranked up the old YouTube, and uh, I typed in Padres twenty twenty two season highlights. And the, the the feeling, the palpable feeling, the hair on my arm arms stood up. The kids were excited. Uh, Hannah was excited. We found ourselves within about fifteen seconds screaming at the television just screaming like yeah like it was just go to YouTube put in Padres 2022 highlights and it says including postseason and you go back and you watch again and uh, I highly recommend doing it I mean you want to talk about a primer for the season I'm it's it actually made it worse. I'm like I'm like sick to my stomach. I want it so bad.
2: I have uh, multiple times in the last few months during the off season gone back and watched just the seventh inning of Game Four. Oh yeah, I was there. Different watching it on TV, reliving it again. And, and I'm just like I just need to feel something again. And watching that seventh inning rally, it just gets you so amped up. It, it's true. Austin Nola fighting one off, like eh, over to the right side, and you're like,
1: oh my god, it got through. Kim you know?
2: slapping one down the line. Hassan Kim coming up next. Soto, Soto single up the middle. Soto's
1: kind of flare into right field that <laughs> drops, and then Crony comes up against Vesia, who it in my mind, in my mind. I'm like we have. I have never seen a Padre get a hit off of Alex Vesia in my entire <laughs> life. Righty, lefty, never seen it. I cannot remember a time that a Padre got a hit. Jake Cronenworth comes in and just laces that ball, and I just it was electric all over again, and it got me so excited for the season. I'm I'm a wreck. I'm a wreck already. It's February first, and uh, I just can't believe it. And then to look, Ben, we also uh, we started we started with Manny Machado. Defensive highlights. And which is great. I mean, you can watch that all day. It's like it's like porno. It's just the greatest thing ever, the plays he makes. But you're watching him turn two and he'll he'll pick one, sling it down a second. I'm like, oh my God, that's Adam Fraser. I forgot he was alive. Adam Frazier turning it, throwing it over to Haas or throwing it over to Will, you know, turning two um Hannah and I were dying laughing at some of the players that you're like oh my God it's freaking Chris Paddock out there like you just forget <laughs> there's been so many guys that shuttled in and out uh, over
3: the last few seasons but to go back and watch last year I'm I'm so hyped I mean speaking of the nostalgic lookbacks how about the uh the capture the moment book that the Padres announced yesterday awesome. as well uh taking all those Polaroids Joe Musgrove's idea to capture the moment and take pictures of big big moments and celebrations in the dugout, and then to put them all together into like a, a coffee table keepsake book that I know Padres fans would have paid good money for, and instead they're just going to be giving them to season ticket members who renew uh, people who are back will be getting the chance to pick them up at FanFest. Other season ticket members are, are going to be able to pick them up at a later date. They're going to have details on that. But just saw a couple of the pages with little write-ups on – you know what the moment was the situation the picture some other photographs uh, it looked really cool something very fun that the Padres I'm, have I'm put together need one of those. i got to i
1: got to get one of those as well uh, group dog if you're listening let's make it happen
2: if anybody down at petco's listening i um,
1: and it was funny because as you watch the the highlights obviously they're going to show a bunch of walk-offs and things like that Jorge, man, just I, I know he's in Boston now, and, and hopefully he gets a chance to play. And I don't really know what happened here, uh, but I do know, I do know that watching him and his walk offs last year was just fantastic. It just to bring it Mother's Day, the whole thing. You, you forget, you forget how many how many close games we won. Um, it was just really cool. It was so cool to see. And uh, you know what else? This is just a tiny little thing, but remember when Hader was struggling so badly. And they were the Giants had touched him up and then Bob remember the when Bob said no, I'm putting him in. And it was against the Giants again. Campy behind the dish. Uh Campy was catching him that day that he turned it around. And I, I just thought, man, I, that's a guy I really hope I get to see a lot more of this year. Uh Luis Camposano. I think, you know, I, I've heard he's gonna get a legit shot, you know, with this squad to 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 get some legit playing time this year. So I hope that's the case, man. And and uh you look at it. And I was looking at the guys that had gone, right? The Will Myers that are gone, the Eric Hosmer that are gone, the Frazier that are gone, Profar that are gone. And for a second I went, Man, a lot of a lot of guys are out. And then I was like, well, we, we got Xander Bogarts now, and Fernando Tatis is coming. You know, Tatis wasn't in one of those highlights, and Matt Carpenter's here, and Nelson Cruz is here, and I'm like, we're going to be good. We are going to be good. It's going to be fine.
3: Well, and I think that's why uh, the Padres got a B-plus grade in the Athletic, did their off-season grades of how teams did. Uh, The write-up here yesterday, factoring in market size and net worth, you could argue no owner wants to win as much as Peter Seidler does. Padres chairman again flaunted that desire, going over the top to sign star Xander Bogarts to an 11-year, $280 million contract contract. San Diego also shelled out sizable amounts to retain Robert Suarez and Nick Martinez and bring Seth Lugo and Matt Carpenter aboard. More recently, Nelson Cruz accepted a discount to chase a World Series title and mentor the likes of Fernando Tatis Jr., whose return from suspension and surgery could effectively serve as another major acquisition. The depth of the rotation and the bench remains concerning, but the projected starting lineup might be the most formidable in the game. And they're Grouped in uh, with a bunch of teams that had a B plus. There were only three teams that got uh, A minus grades, which was the best grade anyone got. The Mets, the Phillies, and the Rangers all received A minus grades. My son was very mad that the Padres were given the same grade as the Arizona Diamondbacks for their offseason that they just completed. I think B- that's plus. a fa- I think that's a fair grade. Yeah. I mean the they say Despite some constraints, the Diamondbacks got better with bench pieces like Evan Longoria and Kyle Lewis. Um, you know, they traded the Padres Dalton The too low or the Diamondbacks Lourdes graded Gr- too high? I think he was thinking more the Diamondbacks graded a little too high. How can you compare a team that picked up Xander Bogarts <laughs> in the offseason to a team that traded for Lourdes Gurriel Jr.? And, and Evan Longoria. Yes.
2: Because I think a B-plus sounds fair for the Padres. I do, too. I do, too.
1: I think then they should be... If you want to hype up Longoria and Guriel and Kyle Lewis, that's a B, that's about as B minus C plus as it gets. I mean, those three names actually scream C plus.
2: I know all about B minuses and C pluses You and I both.
1: <laughs> Polybet has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, you've never gotten a B plus or a C minus in
3: your life, so I I that that screams C plus to me. I can tell you that Dick Monfort's Rockies got a D for their off season maneuvers. Of, Who did they get? Let's see. They uh they added Connor Siebold uh, okay. after he was designated for assignment in Boston. How do you even get a D out of that? Seems generous. It's very generous. It seems very who generous. Who got Fs? The White Sox got the only F. What did they do? Uh let's see. uh let's see. They, they added Cleb didn't do much. Pitch. They added Andrew Benintendi. Okay. That's about it. All right. What'd the Dodgers get? Let's see. Uh, Dodgers got a C minus, which yeah. is near the bottom of the pack in terms of grades. Yeah, they they lost a lot of. Adding yeah. C- yeah.
2: Andrew Benintendi is a better grade than the Rockies.
3: Yes, I agree. <laughs> you know, was, uh, we had had so much discussion about the Rockies. I was looking. The Nuggets might be right. They might be the best team in the NBA yeah. right now. They're fantastic. The Broncos weren't good, but they just went out and hired Sean Payton, or about to hire Sean Payton, and try to create a splash and. It, people are always going to be interested in the Broncos. The Colorado Avalanche are perennially a good team. They're a playoff team again in the NHL. And then you've got like the most irrelevant baseball team in your town, competing in a a major four-sports market. Heck, even the Colorado Mammoth lacrosse team they yeah, just want a, they just want a championship and they draw they draw a ton, they of, draw fans. A ton of fans place uh, is packed you, you've got a, a major university just up the road in boulder in colorado they just hired deon sanders it's like a really good sports town i, I mean the, the rockies are in danger of becoming the seventh or eighth most yeah. interesting sports product in their own town really good point with with a great ballpark and a great experience and, and everything
1: else but yeah man i mean very little star power um not expected to do much. I mean even their owner says 500 would be great. Uh so yeah, you're going to you're going to lose some people it's and it's not going to cut it in Denver. Well, and especially, you know, with the, with the comments that he made. I mean, you're you're really going to you pissed off a lot of fans, you know. And you really put your you really pissed off a lot of Padre fans too because there again, the, there's nothing that the Padres did this off-season that was wrong or bad or illegal or against the rules. So, um, you know, you want to be cheap,
3: that's on you. Just wear it that you're cheap. The Aztecs had a chance to create some separation last night in Reno. Instead, the Mountain West is a big free-for-all. We'll talk about the college hoops right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, you said you were going to try to stay up and watch some Aztecs. And then I know you did because you tuned tuned in and you found the Aztecs not on at 8 o'clock as they were supposed to be. Yeah, It was uh, your Loyola Ramblers. <laughs> playing into overtime, on and on and on. They're not having a good season.
1: They're not, and they uh, dropped that game. Who were they
3: playing? Dayton. Dayton.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ramblers bank in a three to tie it, to send it to overtime, and then I saw all the tweets rolling in, and I thought, oh, boy, uh, Ramblers basketball strikes again, and uh, dragged it out about an extra 20, 25 minutes. It wasn't just
3: overtime. It was... Hey, 10 seconds, timeout. Foul. Seven seconds, foul. foul timeout. Foul. Three seconds, timeout. Foul.
1: Yeah, 2.8 seconds, foul. I'm by, like, oh my God. By the God. time
3: we joined the San Diego State-Nevada game already in progress, uh, they were a little over eight minutes in, and we had actually... Missed quite a bit, some chippiness, a technical foul. Yeah, on I, Darion Trammell. So
2: if you're not aware, just in case this happens occasionally with the television schedules, you can go on to like the CBS Sports. I don't know how, I don't I know how to pirate tour. things, Polly I don't have a it's VPN. I don't know. I don't know how to steal. It's not pirating. Cable. It's the CBS app. So I don't have a VPN. When a game is I, getting I don't booted have it. like that. They move the so, Aztecs game to CBS Sports HQ. I you it's watch so it my cable
3: system doesn't get CBS Sports. Mine either. So I log in and they don't let me watch it because they make you put in your cable provider. Right. I can watch it at work, but I don't know what our work. <laughs> Like, login password is for like. You cox. work
1: with two boomer so dinosaurs. I, had, I could not figure I out
2: how to do it. Instantly uh, regretted even trying to give that you guys up, that. that was, can you That's set up a great.
1: VPN at my house so that I can watch this? Whatever that is? Ba- Come on. Let's. Why?
2: No, I can't do that.
3: Sport, sports fans are generally an older male demographic that doesn't want to jump through these hoops. It really. Yeah. We don't want to jump through hoops. We want to be able to turn the game on and just be able to watch it. So, we're about eight minutes in. We missed, um, yeah, a technical foul. And. When I finally saw it, and they showed they what showed happened, it. yeah, it's so typical of Nevada and Steve Alford teams. They do little things to try to get you to lose your cool, like walk into your huddle and you know start bumping into people, and then when you like push the guy out of the way, they fall onto the floor like they were just shot. Well, and the referee goes, Oh, that's a flagrant technical foul. Well, what was their guy doing in your huddle in the first place?
1: Did you not all think over the place? Did you to play devil's advocate a little bit? Because I watched it too. We you had tweeted about the fireworks. And I was like, fireworks, wow. When they showed it, I will say I audibly gasped. When they showed it on the replay, I went, Ooh, he took his hand and put it right in the dude's chest and gave him a hard, hard shove
3: to the ground. And the dude went, he deserved it. Oh, look he deserved at, it for being this where he guy. was. Look at this and he guy. was he was—he They go down so easily. They like, <laughs> feather. they, no, those <laughs> like feathers. Those Nevada players go down like feathers. Wow. wow. They were begging for a flop technical the entire game, and the refs did not even call one. Could have turned the entire game if the refs had just paid attention to the amount of flopping Nevada was doing all over the place. But this that's guy. What, that's what Steve Alford's teams do. That's why I hate him, and I hate watching his basketball teams <laughs> Their whole their whole strategy is just to be as unpleasant as possible for forty minutes, and just try to make everybody angry in the entire in the entire building. It's just Look at it's yourself. Furious. It worked. It's it worked. Look at it. He owns
1: you. He's in your head. I hate the term rent free, but he has a. He All has I want to do st-
3: is get to the free throw line because they're one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country.
1: Wouldn't you call that good strategy? It's, of course,
3: of course. <laughs> and and by the way, their player Jared, Jared Lucas. Yeah. Is like on my list of least favorite Mountain West players of all time. That's headlined by Jimmer Fredette, and Jared Lucas is like on the all time don't please, like
1: team. Please he don't. He was great though. Please don't not. put a bounty out. He on could him. not
3: miss. In That's the second happened half. before. I mean, every single shot. You know, free throw line, jump shot over Darion Trammell, just boom, 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 boom. Every time the Aztecs would take a lead, they come back. They hit a big shot. Matt Bradley would hit a three. They go up by one. 5 seconds later Nevada goes down and scores and retakes the lead. They just could not get a stop in the second half and that's that's concerning for San Diego State right now. This is like the third or fourth straight game in which their second half defense has been poor. I mean very poor. Now, the the last 3 games it didn't matter because they were so far ahead, but this game they were only up by 2 at the half. I think Nevada shot like 37% in the first half, 63% God in bless. the second I can't, half.
1: You can't have that they, disparity. They you could could not just get, can't.
3: They could not get stops. Nevada scored on 12 of their last 13 possessions down the stretch. You cannot win a game, a close game especially, on the road at altitude if you can't get some stops in the how many, second half.
1: How many free throws they hit in a row?
3: They hit their last 13 over the final 10 <laughs> minutes. It, you know, and they kept getting to the line on, you know, they, they get slightly bumped and they go down like a sack of bricks. And the referees would give them the call, and they go hit two more free throws. And he, it's hard to catch up or you know take a lead in a game when every time down they're pretty much going to the line and hitting two more free throws. Credit to Nevada; they did what they needed to do to win a game that they had to win. The Aztecs only forced six turnovers the entire game. That's not San Diego State basketball. How they're, many did they have too? Ele- Eleven. I saw. I, mean, yeah, I saw a few which in the first half. A, a seen amount, but after having only three the previous game, it certainly made a difference. San Diego State outscored Nevada's bench twenty-nine to one in that game. Usually, your bench outscores the other bench by twenty-eight. You're winning by about thirty points, but the starters didn't have a great game. Uh, Lamont Butler seemed to have trouble getting in there. Trammell, even Bradley, had trouble getting shots off, blocked several times. It was good defense by Nevada. Well, I mean, I,
1: I'll say this: I, like I said, I watched the first half. It was a brawl. I mean, it was it, a, was. it was a it, that's a very physical team, and that's not a team. You want to run up against again? You just don't. Yeah, I like, kind
3: of don't want to. Pl- I, I don't want to see them in the Mountain West. Yeah, no, like, I get I, on the other side of the bracket. I agree. Because I, I agree hundred percent. I don't like playing them. I don't like watching. You don't against like this. Them.
1: You you don't match up well with those guys at all, really. And and they were getting. I don't want to say. They out- beat them fairly easily at Vegas sure. Arena, but I I didn't I didn't see them. Um I saw them getting bodied a lot underneath and and you know like I said I only watched first half and I went to bed but it was
3: uh it was a it was an
1: interesting and kind of fun first half to watch because it was so chippy. So
3: now the top 5 teams are all separated by a, like a game or a game and a half. Aztecs are tied for first place now at 8 and 2 with Boise State and guess who's coming into VE Arena on Friday night? Boise State. Big game broncos won at vias last year so big game this friday at vias arena
1: i haven't seen him this fired up paulie since dean spanos packed up the team and moved to los angeles <laughs> it minute. has been a minute you know me
3: steve alford just gets under my skin now his players get under my skin too wow. All right, will come back wow. uh, if you missed it big announcement in the sports world this morning we kind of care not really man spennawood's a 97.3 defense
1: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blockout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.